Hi, this is Bob McDonald, and welcome to Differentiate or Die, the Firebrick Consulting podcast series that focuses on the keys to great positioning. On this edition, Firebrick founder Bob Wright and I are going to be talking about positioning with David Hughes, founder, CEO, and chairman of the board for Silver Peak Systems. David founded Silver Peak in 2004 after a year as an entrepreneur in residence at Benchmark Capital. Prior to Silver Peak, David held a variety of engineering, product management, and operational executive roles at both Cisco Systems and Blue Leaf Networks. Throughout his career, David has been awarded more than 50 patents in areas including data acceleration, routing and packet switching, and control and scheduling algorithms. Bob, where should we start? David, from your perspective as a CEO and founder, what role does positioning play in company success, particularly in a new market category like SD-WAN? I think it's very important, first of all, to be uh, the thought leader who is framing the problem, who is demonstrating to the customers that you understand uh, the challenges that they're facing and that you have a unique answer, uh, unique solution uh, to those to those problems that they're facing and being able to communicate that effectively and succinctly. David, how have your thoughts about positioning changed over the course of your career? That's an interesting question. You know, I think I, as, a, uh, as an engineer at heart, you know, I was trained as an engineer. I wasn't trained as a marketer. I probably, and earlier in my career, had less appreciation for how important it is to be able to have very crisp and concise messaging and being able to tap into you know the things that are most important to the customer or the prospect. Uh, as an engineer, you tend to think about lists and lists of features and how uh, exciting they all are individually. And uh, you know, at some level, people down in the organization are interested in those things. But I believe that it's very important as a company to be able to present a consistent, simple message that can be picked up by anyone in the organization at kind of any level. David, what value or benefits have you seen from strong positioning? Well, you know, you uh, always have to be careful attributing cause and effect, but we've uh, been very successful in launching our Edge Connect product five years ago. Um, so we've gone from zero uh, to where we're growing 75% year over year. And we've been uh, now twice in a row in the leaders quadrant and Gartner's web infrastructure edge magic quadrant. And so, you know, I think there's a lot that goes in to Gartner's analysis and it's, you know, uh, many ways of measuring success in the market. And I think it's one of the gold standards there. And certainly a lot of what we do in the product and how we help our customers deploy and get successful goes into that. But the positioning is kind of fundamental in terms of getting us able to establish ourselves as a thought leader and the category leader. I'm sure that many leaders of tech companies like yourself think that a positioning process could be or should be handled completely in-house. What's your opinion about using an outside resource like Firebrick to both facilitate and manage the process instead of doing it completely in-house? Yeah, I like the idea of having a third party come in to facilitate because it, first of all, brings together all the parties. I think it's very important that when you're developing messaging, it's messaging that uh, the sales team believes they can use. It, it matches with 
the initiatives that marketing has and then something that the product organization agrees is relevant and, and is uh, supportable. And so bringing all those parties together is important. And I think having an external facilitator helps that. It also kind of challenges the group to think in new ways because you're coming in with a facilitator who doesn't know a lot. And, you know, sometimes there's that thing they call the curse of knowledge. And when it's driven by somebody internal, regardless of what group they're from, whether they're from sales or marketing, or they were the CEO prep, they have that curse of knowledge. And someone coming in from the outside has the advantage of not coming in with those preconceptions and that baggage. And I think that can facilitate uh, you know, better messaging because ultimately the recipient, the person you're talking to, it's going to be their first time hearing this message. They don't have all of that background that, that you have. And so having a facilitator that's in the same kind of position as the, the target audience, I think so, is a really good thing. That's very helpful, David. But what's the right way for a CEO to contribute and participate in a positioning process? You know, I think that uh, obviously depends on the situation, but the way that, uh, you know, I think that the CEO is a very important participant in the group. So I think it should definitely involve the CEO, but certainly with my style, I prefer to think of everyone in the room as having an equal kind of contribution and equal value in terms of how they contribute to the discussion. And so that's how I look at it. You know, I think one of the unique kind of perspectives that the CEO brings is that you are talking to a variety of different audiences. So you're talking to investors, you're talking to prospects, you're talking to partners, you're talking both partners in terms of channel partners, but also technology partners. And so you are getting to represent the company's positioning and messaging across a broad range of audiences, whereas perhaps some of the other functions like, say, sales are looking at it in a... In a generally in a prospect or customer perspective or perhaps in a channel partner perspective. So I think the CEO brings the how's this going to play across a broader um, range of audiences. And, you know, I think you want your messaging, you want your positioning to be consistent across those different audiences. So it, it really helps. You, you're kind of like an overall filter that then contributes to that discussion between all of the functions that are represented in the process. Mm-hmm. What surprised you the most about working with Firebrick on positioning? I'd say the biggest surprise for me is how fast they can work. You would think that given the limited amount of time, you wouldn't be able to get a fantastic result. And, you know, I've worked with Firebrick twice. And in both cases, with only a few hours of engagement, we made massive progress. And then a few more hours of refining those ideas, we came up with positioning that I was extremely pleased with. So I think for me, the biggest surprise was how quickly and efficiently they were able to develop messaging and positioning for us. A key accelerator of the Firebrick process is the two-day workshop that plays a, an important role in this, this very accelerated overall process. How would you describe the impact of that two-day positioning workshop as part of the process? Well, you know, I think that that's really key, key and that you've got, you know, the, a day of brainstorming and a day of refining. And 
with their team working um, kind of uh, around the clock. I'm not sure quite how around the clock it is, but seemingly around the clock to uh, synthesize all that information. And, you know, I, I've seen it work twice. So I, it, it's something that I believe in. That's great, David. Um, one final question. Thinking back on it, how did you as a CEO know when you needed to evolve or change your positioning? So, you know, at one level, I think it's something that you kind of need to do regularly because fundamentally the market's changing, your, your product's evolving, your customers are evolving. And so I think it's healthy to be revisiting your positioning and messaging every year or two kind of independent of any kind of external indicators. But to answer your question perhaps a little more directly, I think when as CEO, you realize that you're needing to extend the kind of message that you have, you're needing to adapt it because you're seeing that either the competitive environment has changed or the customers are responding in a different way to what they used to, or because you're trying to say move the company up level in terms of the level of the organization that you're engaging with, when you realize that the messaging that you have is needing to be twisted and adapted, at that point, perhaps it's time to engage and look at how that can be done more broadly with everybody's feedback. David, thank you very much for joining us for this edition of Differentiate or Die. We invite our listeners to enjoy our whole series of podcasts on the Firebrick website, firebk.com. For Bob Wright, this is Bob McDonald signing off. 